Can I tell you what I was going to talk about today? I'm not going to give the whole message, but I'll tell you where I was going to go. I was going to talk about how the Holy Spirit is profoundly into creativity and into our creative endeavors and into our... The Holy Spirit is an artist that weaves this tapestry out of our lives and out of our experiences and comes in and redeems things that we thought were beyond the reach of God. But the theme that, that was where I was going to begin, and we could save that for another time, but the thing that was really highlighted to me is, it has to do with what Ali said, rearranging furniture. It's that the Holy Spirit loves to take this mismatched, random, almost borderline chaotic thing and bring order and beauty and structure and flow out of it. And that's what I've seen happen this morning. Because as soon as you step back and say, okay, what's happening? And just open it up for a group of, how many people are here? To just share whatever's going on. What did John Wimber used to say? Faith is spelled R-I-S-K. Yeah, that's a little bit of a risk. But as we stepped back, like Brandon shared, we've seen the Holy Spirit drawing out these themes that I think every single one of us need to hear this morning. I mean, who doesn't want to hear that they have a grandpa or a, you know, grand, grandmothers that they belong to and, and someone else that's being invited into this healing journey that they're actually excited about their kidneys being at 23% because they know that Jesus is going to meet them in that. If that doesn't inspire you, I don't know what will. Because there's trust that the Holy Spirit can take chaos and disorder and broken, fragmented things and make something beautiful out of it. That's what I'm seeing this morning. And it brings me back to the very beginning of Genesis. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it says, in the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And it, we think of waters and we picture that ocean. No, that's not the picture. Picture the ocean without the rocks and the beach and the shore. What kind of feeling does that invoke in you? Picture being right there at the mercy of that or standing on the south side of the rock without those rocks as a barrier and being at the mercy of that. Some of you feel like that. That's probably what it could feel like to you knowing that your kidneys are this far away from needing a third one put in your body. And the Holy Spirit is hovering over that chaos. Another way to look at that, trans- that passage, it says the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the breath of God, hovered over the chaos. And what does God begin to do with that chaos? Begins to bring order and structure and flow and life and direction. And it's so beautiful. And God separates the land from the waters and then the sky from the waters and the lights from the other lights and all these things and God is bringing this order out of chaos and that's what I think God is wanting to encourage us that God's able to do in our lives. How many of you feel like you could use some more order and structure and flow in your life right now? The things are getting a little out of hand and the Holy Spirit's saying that happens to be my specialty. 
And we often think it's the opposite with the Holy Spirit, don't we? It's like the Holy Spirit is the one that creates the chaos. As soon as you open up things to the Holy Spirit, you better watch out. You better kind of hunker down because it's going to get ugly. It's going to get messy. But that's not necessarily the case, is it? It might feel like that in the moment. But I think it's more like Ali's saying. Sometimes you have to rearrange things and it might feel messy in the interim. But what emerges out of that rearranging is so much more beautiful than what you started with, don't you think? It's a good picture of it, I think. Let me, let me show. Cam, will you go to Genesis 2 real fast? Right there. So, look at this. I often associate the Holy Spirit with beauty and creativity, and that's right. But look what this says. Out of the ground the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. Beauty and practicality living side by side. There's another picture for it. So this is what I I think is going on. I think we understand Holy Spirit as creator, and we can say more about that at some point. But the thing that's really captivating me lately is Holy Spirit as cultivator. And the picture, there's a guy named Andy Crouch who who wrote a book called Culture Making. It's really profound. It's really well written. But he says that we're called under God in participation with the Holy Spirit to be artists and gardeners. An artist takes something out of raw materials and makes something there that wasn't there before. And that's like, yeah, that's what the Holy Spirit does, right? We, we get that. But gardeners take what's already there and they bring order to it and flow to it and purpose and intentionality to it. And the Holy Spirit is just as much involved in that as the other. I think one of the things that came out to me when Sarah and I were processing, she's like, I just love that the Holy Spirit can be practical. How many of you think of the Holy Spirit and you think, wow, the Holy Spirit is just really practical? Hmm? Some of you are like, what? The Holy Spirit is insanely practical and says, hey, look at this mess. I'm going to channel that into something beautiful. That's what Genesis 1 is all about. That's what this is all about. Like I was saying before, it's the difference between a lightning bolt and a power outlet. The Holy Spirit says, let me take this and channel it into something good and useful and worthwhile and helpful. And I think that's partly what the Holy Spirit is up to now. I'm tempted to read a couple of these things I jotted down. We have a few minutes. No, I don't know what time it is. What time is it? Yeah, we have like three minutes. Yeah, it's, it's 9.20. Thank you for showing up early like I've been asking all these. <laughs> 
Can I just read you real quick? Can I give you the Cliff's notes of what I wanted to unpack this morning for us? When you think about the Spirit, the Holy Spirit coming on somebody, what, what would you normally have pictured? How many of you would said things like a prophetic message or, or somebody being healed or some kind, of, some kind of spiritual expression, right? A spiritual gift? Yeah. Would you ever picture somebody sitting down to write a song? Or design a website? Or create an online coaching program? How about build a fence? Or a porch? Or paint a painting? Or maybe even upholster a couch? If you saw somebody doing that, would you be like, the Holy Spirit is on them right now? I think you can. There was a passage in Exodus 35 that we were going to look at. We won't right now, but it's about these two men. They're all building the tabernacle, and these two men, it says, the Spirit of God was upon them to give them wisdom, discernment, and the ability to create artistic works and to be incredible craftsmen. Their anointing was to work with wood and gold and paints and tapestry. That was the... Holy Spirit being upon them was to be upholsterers and designers. That's a little different than what we normally think of anointing, isn't it? I would love if we had a language, well, this is what I had written. The Spirit is about creativity, but it's not just a free-for-all, chaos, spontaneity type creativity. The Spirit also brings structure and order along with that. The Spirit brings, remember Joel in Acts chapter 2, the Spirit brings dreams and vision, but the Spirit also brings implementation and execution. They're both just as much participating in the Holy Spirit. I think we need language for things like, did you see that web development anointing on him? Can you believe how the Holy Spirit moved her to organize that bedroom? Did you see the way the Holy Spirit was all over them as they planned that meeting and their approach to meeting their goals? The Holy Spirit was there. The anointing was thick. We need language like, she has a scheduling anointing. The Holy Spirit is all over him when he builds those tables. Or cooks that tri-tip. Do we need to expand our definition of spiritual gifts? It's just really cool to see, I don't know why I keep looking at that clock. (laughs) Old habits die hard. But I, I think what, I'm just falling more in love with the Holy Spirit over the last few weeks. Because I'm seeing that the Holy Spirit is involved in every facet of life, in all of our gifts, and all of our anointings, and all of our passions, and every aspect of our meetings together. And the Holy Spirit's like, I want to take this beauty and I'm going to channel it towards something good. And I'm not intimidated by what feels to you like chaos what feels to you like disorganization or what feels to you like overwhelming, I'm not intimidated by that 
I made all of this out of that. If it's messy, I can work with that. That happens to be my specialty. Does anybody feel like you're getting to see a little bit of the secret life of the Holy Spirit firsthand over the last couple Sundays? The Holy Spirit is so endearing to me. I'm just really loving, my heart is being drawn into knowing the Holy Spirit more, not in a, eh, kind of way. And it's just really beautiful for me. Last thought. You know what, I, I wanted to actually have a few people share some things. I don't, I mean, there's a lot that's happened this morning. I think Betty's synthesis was, was masterful. That's, that's what we've experienced. It was. You take it for granted because your mind just works that way. All of us sit there like, wow. To you, it's just like, duh. To us, it's like, dang. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Let me just do one more thing because I have this out here and I don't want to waste it. It says, Ken, will you put that Exodus passage up there? You don't have to read the whole thing, but we've been talking a little bit about being filled with the Spirit. Last thought, and then look at the third line there, talking about this Aholiab. It says that God filled them. Actually, go back to the one right before it. Moses said to the people of Israel, see, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, He's going to correct my pronunciation. I don't know how we know how to say that. Um, the son of Uri, son of Hur, the tribe of Judah, and has filled him with the Spirit of God. How many of you, when you think about being filled with the Spirit, you picture something empty and something full is taken and is poured into it? Does anybody picture that? Like, being filled with the Spirit, it's an empty vessel that gets filled Hopefully, full. Filled means full, right? Does anybody picture that? Something empty, something's put in it. But what this passage is actually saying is that they're not being filled, they're being fulfilled. They're not being endowed with something they didn't have before. What they already have is being enhanced by someone greater. It's not like an empty cup being filled. It's like a full cup overflowing that becomes a gift and a contribution and a source of life and beauty and usefulness to the people around them. So I just, it makes me wonder what's going on in all of us that the Holy Spirit wants to enhance? And do we realize that's the Holy Spirit working? Do we see that that's the Holy Spirit moving and organizing this or structuring that or creating this? Who has a project that they're working on right now that that you would love to see the Holy Spirit move in or you sense the Holy Spirit moving in? In two words, Pamela, can you tell us what it is? Nice and loud, nice and loud. Pamela and Tora went over and they're going to make the garden out in front of our office, their domain. 
I'm excited to see what you two and the Holy Spirit do with it. Thank you. Yeah, a couple other people real quick. Who has a project going on that the Holy Spirit is enhancing? Tyler. Yeah. God helped you fix your car? <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> Did you see the, the uh, mechanic anointing on him? All right, one, you can. I will. If you don't, I will. When are you guys opening? What's, what's the? Two weeks. So will you be open two Sundays from now? Will you do your best so that we can come bombard you? All right. So anticipate one of our next Coastlands lunches at Brickhouse Barbecue. All right. All right. Last thought. And good Scottish accent. He was a missionary to China, Eric Little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Holy Spirit, you're fun. Thank you that you're tender, that you're close, that you care. Not only are you creative, but you're a cultivator. Not only do you sometimes bring things that look like chaos, but you bring order out of disorder. I pray for the ones that need some more order in their lives right now that you would meet them, that you would bring that structure, that you would help the beauty that's around them feel useful and feel practical. And for those of us that need things shaken up a little bit, help us to give you permission to do that if that's what's best for us. But most importantly, may we invite you into, and even more than that, may we see you in every crevice of our lives, especially the places that we think have nothing to do with you. And thank you that for you to fill us up doesn't mean that we already don't have you or that you want to override us. You don't want to replace us. You want to enhance us. So Holy Spirit, we give you permission to enhance every facet of our lives, our relationships, our jobs, our family, our finances, whatever we do, We ask you to come and fulfill us, enhance us with your life and light and help us to continue to see the secret life of the Holy Spirit. Thank you that we'll find you in places we never even imagined looking. For your kingdom's sake we pray. Amen. Well, thank you all for helping make this morning the tapestry that it was. Next week, we're going to, I think it's going to be next week, we're going to talk about is the Holy Spirit a he? Is the Holy Spirit a he? Um, And we're going to continue journeying into the life of the Holy Spirit, saying, Holy Spirit, we don't want to be binatarians. We want to be trinitarians. We want to know who you are and what matters to you. Sound all right? Uh, So glad to be a part of y'all's lives. Enjoy the rainy afternoon. Um, We do need a little tiny bit of help um, packing up a few things. We get to leave everything set up, so just enjoy your afternoon, and I think that's all I got. Yeah. Be blessed. No, wait.